Christ, wake you up in the morning, get off your butt and keep moving. Yeah, yeah. It's just like water going on a creek. It'll keep flowing if it keep moving, but if you block it off, guess what? It gets stagnated. Your body gets stagnated when you sit down and do nothing. Greetings, everyone. Hope you are having a great day wherever and however you're listening to this uh, Run the Race podcast, which you can find on WTVM.com slash podcast. Of course, we're on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, all that stuff that you know about. So uh, thank you so much for uh, being with us. And we have a great guest for you today. Um, You know, we hear the phrase, age is just a number. Well, this guy definitely proves it. Um, I've met him at the gym that I've been going to for several years, and he is one of the most inspiring guys there. He's about to turn 90 years old, May 21st, later this week, and uh, he is one of the most energetic people there at the gym, uh, you know, compared to people that are, you know, 15, 25, me being, you know, 45 years old. He's, he's trying to motivate me to, to work harder and come in and join the group fitness class. So uh, Eric Lynch, uh, it was a joy to talk to him. And he he's also a military veteran. In fact, you know, last episode, if you missed that, we talked to the head of House of Heroes, which helps military vets and, and widows and public service veterans as well. And, and uh, all through, you know, one of the biggest fundraisers is run across Georgia, which happens this coming Memorial Day weekend. So if you want to learn more about that, how you can get involved and donate what run across Georgia is all about, you know, uh, 262 or 280 miles across the Peach State, really a big adventure there. Uh, But back to our guest for uh, this one, Uh, Eric Lynch is a native of St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. You'll be able to hear kind of some of his accent. Um, He was drafted into the Army at age 18, trained in Puerto Rico, then served in the Korean and Vietnam Wars. Um, Went on to serve 30 years in the U.S. Army. We thank him so much for his service. Again, he's about to turn 90 years old. He's been a member of Max Fitness here in Columbus, Georgia, where we're at, uh, for at least 20 years now. And um, he says, you know, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. He repeats that over and over again. He has, uh, him and his wife have uh, five grown children, and um, so uh, they, uh, they they keep him busy with grandchildren as well. And he says he didn't retire to sit down and die, so he has definitely stayed busy volunteering at nursing homes, uh, not, not living there, but volunteering there. And um, his secrets to life, to success, exercising, eating right, and praising the Lord. That That's a trio for you there. So here's my uh, conversation with retired Sergeant Major Eric Lynch. Well, I'd like to welcome uh, Eric Lynch to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Sergeant Major, for coming by and joining us. All the way. <laughs> well, uh, I know uh, you and I met years ago at Max Fitness at the gym where you've been a member for 20 years. And uh, so you just came from there now. And you're there Monday through Friday. You're there for several hours every day. Is that right? Correct. So so uh, is this just a routine for you and you enjoy it that much? Well, if you don't move, you lose. <laughs> that is correct. So it's a good place. A lot of motivation. Yeah, and you're about to turn 90 years old. That's that's a it's a big birthday for those who are listening. And you know whether they're you know 20 years old or 80 or 90 years old, what what is it for you that keeps you so energetic and, and wanting to be fit and healthy at your age? Well, first of all, God wake us up in the morning, not to stay in the bed, to get up and move. If you don't move, you lose. 
that's the bottom line eat right exercise and pray to god yeah there you go. Three things. Three secrets to life, right? <laughs> so, I mean, do you feel like, I mean, you're, um, you know, 90 years old? I mean, do you, or do you feel a lot younger? And Because people probably say to you, man, I can't believe, you know, you, you, you seem so young. Well, again, the Bible say, I can do all things through Christ who give me the strength. He gave it to me. I use it. So what is it you do at the gym? You, you, you show up uh, kind of in the morning, not too early, uh, but you stay until like lunchtime. What, what are you usually there doing group fitness classes? Well, when I go there early in the morning, they have different classes. But I go and stay on the treadmill for about 30 minutes. From there, I go to the sauna for 30 minutes. Then I go to the class, some of them for an hour and some for 30 minutes. And these are kind of core or, or uh, weight classes? Body pump. Core, sprint, and RPM. Yeah. Okay. Man, I know. Obviously, you're keeping up with the younger folks, but but you're you know sometimes better than they are, right? Well, I'm not better. They can move if they want to. Yeah. <laughs> In other words, <laughs> if they want to keep up with me, they got to move. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and, and are you? You know, I know that. Uh, you know, it's kind of an infectious thing where you're usually, I know you're out re- recruiting in the middle of the gym. Hey, come on to this class. <laughs> I kind of thing you're, you're, you've told me, say, come on, come on, let's get in here, Jason. You know, let's, let's uh, take this class. So what is it about, you know, does, is that important to you to kind of encourage folks and, and motivate them? Well, that's, yes. Yes. If I can do it, you can do it too. So come on in. <laughs> now, for do you find that sometimes you know at your age that you know um, you not that you get injured, but that you kind of it, things are harder in some of these classes, or do you find that like, hey, I, I've done it so much, I've gotten better at it? Well, again, I just have to move. I don't know the feelings in the exercise. Yeah, you feel a little hurt sometimes, but don't stop. If you stop, the devil gonna tell you. Take another day. Take another day. And before you know it, you quit. So keep moving, moving, moving. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the gym, you know, folks there have really, y'all become family because you've been there for two decades. I mean, this is uh, kind of an extension for you, right? Especially Charlie. He need to come and walk with me early in the morning. He, instead, <laughs> he just looking around. <laughs> And uh, the group fitness classes and having that dynamic, what, what's, what, um, what do you like most about that? Well, if someone is doing theirs better, I'm going to keep up with them. Just like you came in there a couple of times, and I see you do something I want to do better, do the same thing. <laughs> Um, do you ever think about the fact that like, man, I'm, you know, I'm in my eighties, you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm still able to, to, to do this. Age is a number. Again, God said, I can do all things. He give me the strength. I'm going to use it. Yeah. Uh, do you, was fitness always something for you? You know, I know you were in the army for, th- for 30 plus years, but was, was fitness and, and being healthy with what you eat and, 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 Moving, was that always important for you? Well, in the Army, you eat whatever they give you, sea ration or whatever. But when I learned to eat right, I started eating right. Because it's what you put in your system, keep your system going. I do not eat for taste. I eat for nutrition. And that's what keeps me going. 
Okay. All right. Gotcha. So you're just eating healthy stuff, not just junk food, right? Amen. <laughs> now, we do what's called a fast four on the podcast, which is kind of some rapid fire questions to get to know you a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is, and this may be, you know, it's, I know you've been retired, but what is your current like job description in terms of uh, at work and at home? I mean, are you still volunteering or do you have like a, a job now? Well, first of all, if you're married, you've got a honey-do list. Yes. But otherwise, I got I do what I want to do at home. I cannot sit around. I'd be up some 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning doing something in the yard. Okay, gotcha. That's good. Um, also, you know, uh, so how often are you at the gym? I mean, you're there for three or four hours. Monday, and- Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Gotcha. So that keeps you fit. Do you do anything outside of the gym or it's mostly that? I mean, that's plenty of time already. Outside the gym, I just told you. Honey, do less. <laughs> That's right. I got that, the yard. I cut my own grass. I do all the stuff. Okay, great. That's that's a great a great way to stay fit at home as well. Um, is uh, you know for you is there um, like a spiritual motto or something that you live by or maybe even a Bible verse something that for you? Well, I ask the Lord every day to give me an opportunity to speak to meet someone and talk to them about Him. Not about me, about him, because we, this world is lost, as you can see it. And the only way we can communicate together is talk about Jesus. No forceful, just talk about him. And I've, I've got a lot of people, when I'm in the sauna, they come to me. Then I can talk with them. Yeah. You know, not, not necessarily preaching at them, but kind of coming talk out of from like, them. giving him the glory. All the time. Yes. God is good. <laughs> All the time. All the time. God is good. Okay. <laughs> got to finish that off. Um, and the last of the fast four is, um, what is something uh, unique about uh, Eric Lynch? <laughs> That's a hard one. That's a hard one? What, I, well, I mean, what no, I'm not that people maybe don't know about you? I'm not pointing on myself. Sure. I... <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, something unique I think I read about you is I know that you've had, um, I think, 18 inches of your colon oh, removed. Oh, you mean you're talking about that? Yeah. Well, you wanna, <laughs> first of all, I had prostate cancer about 23 years, 24 years ago. I had 18 inches of my colon removed. Mm-hmm. I had a hepatitis C. That's about it. And the doctor told me I'm boring. Even now, at 90 years old, oh, yeah. I mean, you clean bill of health? That's it. Wow. Wow. That's I don't amazing. take no medication. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fitness and, and prayer, I guess. Are, fitness right? and prayer and what you eat. Yeah. There you go. Three things. That's that's excellent. So, um, you know, speaking of that, um, you know, you can, we were talking about how God is good. For, for you, where does that come from? And were you, did you grow up in church, or where, uh, where does your your Christian faith, your uh, you know, your your foundation come from? Well, to begin with, my mother died when I was eight years old. I had a um, a little surgery, tonsillitis. I can't remember tonsillitis, tonsillitis, and my teacher, my third grade teacher, said, "I want you to learn something." The 23rd Psalm. I've been saying that ever since. Even when I went to the army, I had to report to the company commander one day. Instead of saying, Sir, all present conference, I said, Sir, 
the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He said, what? I said, the Lord is my shepherd. He said, okay, forget it. <laughs> wow. That was your introduction to the Army. Well, I didn't understand a lot of stuff, but I know the 23rd Psalm. And the Lord been leading me all the time. Yeah, through through darkness and light. and. Amen. The light is the Word of God. Darkness is sin. He's not talking about the light. Uh-uh. That's why it says study to show yourself approval. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do you hope, you know, that you being so energetic and passionate about life and about God, do you hope that that's contagious, that that kind of rubs yes. off on folks? Yes. How, how so? Why is that? Is that, I mean, something that for you is like, man, I really want people to see how excited I am. Well, that's our mission as Christians. We don't want to keep the whole stuff for ourselves. We share it. We share whatever God do for us. It's up to you to accept it or to reject it. Yeah. It's a choice. I choose to follow all the way. Like the Bible song say, all the way my Savior lead me. What have I to love? See, I'm going to keep following him. Yeah. I might lose my friends, but it's okay. I got a better friend. Yeah. <laughs> what a friend we have in Jesus. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and do you find, like, even whether it be the gym or even at the store or something like that, and do, do people come up to you and, and ask you about God because they see you have this infectious personality and, and you're you're not afraid to talk about him? You got plus and negative. Some will and some, while you're talking to them as friends, the word Lord come in, you find them drift away sometime because they don't want to hear about it. So, but I mean, it's, it's their choice, right? Oh, everybody has a choice. It's free will. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, uh, it, you know, when, you know, um, whether you live to be 110 or 150 or whatever it is, uh, Sergeant Major, you know, what do you hope that people like say about you, you know, in terms of like, what is it for you, whether it be about God or fitness or just the way you lived your life, you know, is there something that you hope that, like, the, the legacy that you leave behind? Well, again, not it's not about me. It's about him. When you see me, the way I am, you're seeing Christ in me. So I give him all the praise no matter what. If they want to follow me, they're following Jesus because, like I said, he put it in me. I'm, a, I'm like a shining light. You like a shining light. You don't have to do what you're talking to me. You can say, <laughs> but yeah. that's Christ in you too. Yeah. Have you ever like, you know, um, questioned um, your faith much, you know, uh, maybe way in the past or even recently, you know, with, with all the, the darkness that's out there, you know, about, you know, is it worth it? Or, you know, um, it's, I, I, I question, you know, how people are treating each other, that kind of thing. Well, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. It's not God causing this problem. No. It's sin causing it. And the devil is the one that is in charge of this sin. But we got a choice. Like you go to the 23rd, no. The Bible yeah, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. You got a choice. Which one do you want? Yeah. The gift of God or, or, or sin? 
and, and you know, growing up, um, you know, we were talking off off mic about how you were uh, you're a native of Saint Croix and the U.S. Virgin Islands, and you talked about your mom mm-hmm. passing away when you were young. What what was that like as you know, um, growing up overseas and, and kind of going through that as as a young man? Um, did that shape you and who you are today? Well, I got adopted to meet everybody. It was okay. I, I enjoyed it. Yes. Yes. You still have a little bit of the accent. <laughs> Do you get to go? Ba- did you get to go back there much at all? Or well, when I used to go every two or three years, but since it's coronavirus, I, I didn't go. Right. I first time I ever come to the states is in 1955. I was drafted in 1951. I was in Korea in '52. Then I went to Puerto Rico after Korea. And I stayed there until they drive me here. And Georgia was Columbus, Georgia, first place in the United States I ever would been. Wow! And you've been here for? No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not a homesteader. No. Oh, moving around. I went to Korea again. Came back. Went to Germany. Went to Texas. But I spent 18 years out of my 30 years in Germany. Wow! Wow! So. Um what was what was that like? You know, thirty years and I think you said thirty years and sixteen days. That those days that maybe the government didn't pay you. <laughs> so thirty plus years in the army was that something that you sought out to do? Like, hey, I'm going to have this long career in the military. No, you know, it never. I just got adjusted. I just enjoy life. I enjoy the military. It was hard, but it it was it's something God. I believe God was working with me. Because in the days when I came in the army, it was not balanced, not equal. And I was chosen out of a combat zone to go to Japan to school to be an electrician. That's God's doing. Mm. Of all the people, 140-something in my company, why they chose me, minority, to go to school in Japan? So it's his doing, and I enjoy it. That was something where you learned something about fitness there as well, as part of the army. Well, that plus, as a kid in in the Virgin Islands, we got the ocean. I used to go swim every morning before I go to school, so yeah. it wasn't a problem. Wow! And the army does help. Yes, yeah. the discipline was very good. Yeah. And you retired as a, as a sergeant major. Uh, what was what were some of your main jobs in 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 the army in terms of whether you were on a deployment or at home? I'm glad you asked it. I took 16 weeks of infantry basic, eight weeks of infantry leadership. En route to Korea, they changed my MS to engineer. So I spent 30 years as an engineer, and I'm so grateful. Wow. So now, were, were you, uh, what, what wars were you a part of? The Korean War. Twice I was in Korea. The Vietnam War. Twice I was in Vietnam. What um, those experiences? I mean, because there was so much, so much death, especially in Vietnam, and and didn't get a, a warm homecoming, you know, coming back from there. So what what was that like for you in terms of you know because you know um, it was such a tumultuous time. Well, like I said, I believe God was with me. It I didn't get mad with those people. Two wrong don't make a right. I just. Let it go. Chew the right and go. They want to treat us like dogs. It's okay. Yeah. And you talked earlier about being a minority. What was that? You know, in the, in the fifties and sixties, and in the 
military, the mm-hmm. army, was that, you know, for you, like, important to, to focus on? Or, or, like, you didn't even think about the color of your skin? I did not think about it, honest to God. Everything was, everybody treat me different. What I mean different, let me explain that. Treat me good. Because, like, I could tell you a story, but people might get angry if they hear about it. <laughs> tell me. Tell, tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. There's a song we used to sing, and I'm not going to use the word because it said, Jane, 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 you ought to be ashamed. You're Bigfoot, Flatfoot, blank, I've ever seen. So a guy hit me. I don't know why he hit me for. I didn't know. Uh, a colored guy hit me. So he says, sing it again. Again, I were naive. I said, Jane, Jane, you ought to. And when he get him ready to hit me, this guy from South Carolina, a white guy, he jumped in between. He said, if you hit Eric again, I'll kill you. So that night we had an alert. We had to go in a foxhole. And this guy from South Carolina, this white guy, he said, Eric, you can't. He said, colored folks don't like that word. I said, what word? I didn't say. He said, don't, don't say it no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I didn't know. I was a, I was a minority to the minority to the minority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the N word even today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, such, a, I, such a, you know, a volatile thing. I don't know why he hit. I mean, to me, it's just a word. It's yeah. just like you. If you have a nickname when you were coming up as a kid, the more I call you, the more you get mad, the more I'm going to call you. Yeah. Just but if you ignore it, I quit. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And, you know, in, in this in the world that we see today, and I know that, like, we, you know, can pray about it, but there's so much, like, you know, race relations and, and mm. things going on in the world today. People are very divisive and uh, across America for, forever, political, religious, whatever reasons. So for you, as somebody who's been here for so long and dedicated your life to, you know, this country and, you know, um, about to be 90 years old, what what do you I mean? What would you say to folks in terms of about the just the people just so against each other? It seems like we need to do like what Jesus did. People spit on him, they hit him, they mocked him, they even said put him on the cross. He didn't hate them. He said, "God forgive them for what they done." We need to do the same thing. If we call ourselves Christian, love your neighbors as yourself. It didn't say love this person and the neighbors. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they agree with you or, or disagree. Or Just like love. Yeah. yeah. Love is the key word. Absolutely. And um, I know that for you, um, you know, obviously COVID nineteen has kind of messed some of this up. But you you volunteer a lot um, at uh, I think nursing homes. Is that right? Exactly. Or, I, were, I made. Um, Volunteer of the Year for the state of Georgia in 2018. Great. That's awesome. So, I mean, what, where does that come from in terms of you? I know you, like you said, you can't keep still. You want to just like, but like, d- does it, uh, what does it do for you going to like, you know, or, or what do you do, I guess, when you go volunteer places like that? I don't, it, I'm not there for me. I'm there for them. I want to motivate them. I give exercise. The oldest person I ever been in my class and exercise with 101. Wow. And when I tell us we're going to do push-up, we don't do it. Not this way. One, two, three, one. Push-up into the air. Air. For older folks, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> and if I and say, you're, you're older than some of the folks you're leading, right? Well, out there, like I said, 
a lady 102. Yeah. And you got 90. You got younger in 60s. But the way I do it, they enjoy it. And if I say you're going to do five push-ups, when I finish with that five, it's 20 you did. One, two, three, one. <laughs> Four times five is 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and when you were like, you know, say 20 or even 40 years old, did you think to yourself, I'm still going to be this active when I'm, when I'm 90? I really never thought of that. I really do. Just live from day to day. And um, you were talking about how, you know, age is just a number. But, I mean, do you do you think that, I mean, like, even, even though I know you don't like talking about yourself, <laughs> do, you, do you, I mean, is it kind of cool, like, that you see these 20, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds that are in these classes at the gym and they say, man, Mr. Lynch, you, it's, just, it's just awesome what you're able to do. I mean, is it, does it make you feel good at least? Well, when you came in there and I... <laughs> <laughs> And I saw I'm you half doing your age. Half is not enough. You gotta be I'm, there. I'm 45. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to see you. You help me just like I help you. Mm-hmm. You think you motivate me, but when you doing yours, I want to be like you. Although I'm old, I'm just trying to keep up with you. Yeah. <laughs> so it does help both ways. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how, how much longer will you will you be have this routine of Monday through Friday at the gym? And, and as long as the Lord allow me. Yeah, yeah. That's the only I'm there because of Him. Yeah, and do you have you know a lot of you know family and and I mean what do you do I guess you know as as someone your age when you're not at the gym it's resting I guess or or, or moving around still all the time. I go on vacation sometimes two three times a year, but. This year been a kind of slow. Sure. Hopefully we go in July. Go to Florida, North Georgia, in my RV. Yeah. Okay. RV living. Okay. So it's uh, it's. Do you enjoy that kind of being able you know to be able to have the freedom just to kind of go wherever? Well, you know, some. I'd rather be in a gym than be. <laughs> <laughs> really. Well, it get boring. I want to be around people, motivation all the time. That's yeah. the way I am. Yeah. So, because because you know most people, uh, you know, probably don't like the gym, or even people that go to the gym don't necessarily like it. They just do it because they feel like they have to, or they they want to kind of get you know mm-hmm. a body type certain way. For, so for you, what would you tell folks about why for you what what it makes you, you know, motivates you to go to the gym and and want to be there. Again, if you don't move, you're going to lose. When God wakes us up in the morning, he could let you sleep four or five minutes. No, but he wants you to get up and move. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. Yeah. Have I'm, you, um, so obviously you've been out of the Army for a while. I guess since for, 81. Since 1981. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. I was alive then, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few years. A five years old, yeah. So... I mean, is is uh, is the gym always? I mean, you know, post army has the gym always been something that like, okay, you know, hey, this is this is my new thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna really kind of dedicate my time to the gym, or maybe this is after you retired from jobs. The gym is like a magnet; it pulls me there. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a young lady. I hope she, I don't know her name was. Come on, Megan Judge. She was a motivator. Today you have Jamie, Crazy Brooke, Brooke Greenwood, 
Um, all of them. They, they, you know, they do the thing, and I want to keep up with them. <laughs> but they're, I mean, they're excited to see you. I mean, because and I'm excited to be with them. Yeah, I mean, because you're a regular. Uh, I mean, everybody, everybody knows you at the gym. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Is that is that? A, is... <laughs> well, I hope they do, and I hope all the people like me continue to come or start to come. Yeah. What would you say to folks? I mean, maybe that are listening, and or maybe folks that are listening, they have grandparents that are maybe not as active, or and and you know, if you have health issues, those kind of things. But what would you say to try to get people to like, like to motivate them to, hey, you could do this? You can again. You use the phrase, "I can do all things." Christ, wake you up in the morning, get off your butt, and keep moving. Yeah, yeah. It's just like water going on a creek. It'll keep flowing if it keep moving, but if you block it off, guess what? It gets stagnated. Your body gets stagnated when you sit down and do nothing. Yeah, it does. So for I mean, and we talked about this a little earlier, but for you, where does that come from? That drive that you have. I mean, obviously, you know, God has has given you these gifts and talents. Get up and go. Yeah. So, but what if you know? Is it something from your childhood, or something where like the something you learned along the way? To give you this, like, I'm going to, I want to keep going. I'm not going to stop. It's in me. It got to be in me. Quick, when I had that prostate cancer surgery, it happened on a Tuesday. That Tuesday night, I feel a little better. The nurse, she said, I say, I want to walk. She said, no, you can't. I say, I want to walk. I got up and I limped. The next morning, the doctor said, are you okay? I said, yeah, I want to go home. I just can't sit around. I can't do it. Now, um, and then you, you probably stay busy with family as well, maybe going to visit them. How many how many kids or grandkids do you have spread out? I got five kids. Okay. The, the oldest one is 69 years old. Okay. I've visited him in the Virgin Islands. The other one, I got a daughter. She's 44, your age. She's in Texas. I got another one, 62. She is in um, Atlanta. And got another son here. He's He can't keep up with me, although he's young. And I got a one more. She, none of them can keep up. And it's not patting myself on the back. It's the get-up-and-go attitude I got. Yeah, yeah. That's good, yeah. And 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 so do you I mean for for you how important is that in terms of being a good a good father? I'm not good husband? to begin with. Only good. God is good. Only God is good. So to to be, you know, for you, you know, is that important to kind of take that role and 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 do the best you can? Yes, so they can follow me. That's the, I mean that's natural. Yeah. You run all the time, right? Yeah, or well, I try to. At least you're moving. Yes, I'm moving, okay. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, okay, one last question for you, uh, Sergeant Major. Um, so uh, what would be, you know, we talked about this a few times, but, like, if there's one thing, like, if people say, you know, uh, Mr. Lynch, what is your, what's your secret? What is your secret to life? Well, why, how do you, how do you, you know, kind of, how are you like you are at 90 years old? What would you tell them? Don't think about a number, just... Keep moving, like I said. Age is just a number. Some people are younger, they feel bad. Don't do that. Get up. One step at a time. That's the, to me that. I, 
Uh-uh. No way. No, no complaining, no excuses. And uh, that's true. Just move. Yeah, yeah. They don't complain when it comes to eating. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so get up and move. And the more eat. you move, the more you can eat, or maybe. Right? No, about eat the right thing. Yes, eat the right things. Fruit, yes. grains, herb, vegetable, and a lot of nuts. Okay. All right. Okay. Go to Genesis one twenty nine. <laughs> Just one. There you go. Nice, nice. Well, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Lynch, for uh, joining us. I appreciate. It. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the gym and, and following your lead. When? Okay. When? Yes. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe later this no, week. No. Uh. Uh. Maybe. Be <laughs> I'll be there. there. I'll be there. I promise. Okay. I know you're gonna hold me to it. You're, you hold us accountable. Oh yes. Yes. I'll be watching. And if, if we're not there, you're gonna find us. Ask Jamie how I treat some of those people that come to me. That's right. <laughs> Whip them into shape, exactly, exactly. Well, that's the only way we can do it. Yeah, we'll call you Coach Lynch. No, Sergeant Major. <laughs> Sergeant Major, there you go. All right, well, thank you so much. I appreciate God it. God bless you, brother, yes, and you have too. a blessed day. You too. I guess I better get back in the gym soon. Uh, Mr. Lynch is going to uh, come after me and find me because uh, he's always out there in the middle of the gym recruiting folks to come into the group fitness class and getting folks motivated and, and uh, you know, watching us. But we're also watching him as well because, you know, at 90 years old, he's really uh, – he can move great. And uh, he's a testament to, to those things he talked about, uh, which is, you know, exercising, um, eating based on nutrition, not based on taste, and also giving the glory – to God. So uh, thanks, Mr. Lynch, for, for talking to us. And uh, uh, happy birthday to you. 90 years old this week. Congratulations. Uh, and uh, only hope to be that spirited at that age as well. Now turning to our final segments of the podcast, including uh, food for thought and parting gift uh, related to um, uh, fitness at uh, any age and uh, inspiration uh, for uh, any age as well. I found this article in All Four Women. That's for the number. It's called Meet the 90-Year-Old Fitness Instructor Who Has Inspired Many. So um, she is. her name is Takashima Mika. She's a fitness instructor who started exercising at the age of 65 when she decided to join a gym. She's a petite and the oldest instructor in Japan and inspiring a lot of folks to stay fit and healthy. She's doing it at age 90 as well. Uh, and uh, Takashima revealed that she was previously overweight and started exercising after her husband made a comment about her weight. So husbands, you shouldn't do that. But I guess in this case, it motivated her. And uh, the article says her love for training uh, is what you know gets her to work out and, and eventually become a trainer at the age of 87. So never too late to, to train others as well. She teaches classes at the gym uh, in Japan and started exercising uh, and, and doing those online classes as well, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic in terms of what she eats at her age. Uh, she likes a well-balanced breakfast, like eggs and, yes, pickles and fruits, like bananas. Her dinner is usually chicken, vegetable soup with cabbage, mushrooms, carrots, and potatoes. Sounds pretty good. And she also treats herself, you know, so a cheap meal here and there, which for her is cake. 
And uh, so, again, for her, age is just a number, 90 years old, and she has no intention of stopping, she says, before she turns 100. So uh, still helping others and fitness instructor, kind of like uh, the uh, the coach or sergeant major that uh, Eric Lynch is. And for our parting gift, I was looking for some uh, quotes for you know inspirational kind of senior-type quotes. I found one from Albert Einstein, of all folks, one of the smartest people ever. He said... He lived to be about 76 years old. He said, I have reached an age when if someone tells me to wear socks, I don't have to. There you go. See, uh, there are benefits to, to growing older. If, if you can wear whatever you want to wear, you you can wear socks or not wear socks. But, uh, but like uh, Mr. Lynch says, you just got to keep moving or you're going to lose it. Move it or lose it, right? <laughs> that's, that's one way to put it for sure. Now, uh, closing in prayer, dear God, we just thank you for, uh, for the opportunity just to, to, to move around and to, uh, to be healthy. And Lord Jesus, just uh, help us all to know um, how to seek you more each and every day, Lord God, that, that I know right now my focus is on being a better husband, a better father, and also being a better prayer warrior, Lord God. Just help us to learn uh, how and, and where and, and uh, you know, give us discipline to, to pray and what to pray about. It's, it's not a, you know, where we have to pray a certain way, but Lord God, that we just, in relationship with you, talking with you, learning more about you, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you so much uh, for the opportunity to, to be fit, uh, both physically and spiritually. And Lord Jesus, protect our families during this time. Um, and uh, we just love you so much. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much again for uh, for being with us here on the Run the Race podcast. And uh, um, we've had some some great guests over the last 66 episodes now. And uh, our next guest for, for next week, if you want to stick around for that and, and uh, something to kind of a teaser for you, um, it is an old uh, high school and college buddy of mine who still lives up in North Carolina. And um, he is uh, Asian American. And we talk about um, some of those uh, big issues with hate crimes lately. And his niece recently came out with a book about... Um, you know, kind of escaping some of the violence uh, they were experiencing in, uh, you know, overseas as a family. But um, he also talks about uh, bicycling coast to coast and these that bicycling across the Great Divide and being a wrestling coach and uh, his faith in Jesus as well. So I'm looking forward to my conversation with uh, my friend Hen Oi. That'll be next week on the Run the Race podcast. Until next time, folks, have a good one. <laughs>